0: Welcome to another message from Bridge Assembly, located at 725 Granite Avenue in Helena, Montana. For more information on Bridge, go to our website at bridgehelena.com. It is our prayer that this message will help you to connect with God, connect with others, and connect others with God. Heavenly Father, this friday night maybe not truly understanding what this day actually represents because it's so complex it's so huge but lord god help us help us to understand lord god we bow down to you we surrender to you as you surrendered to your father so lord god tonight jesus we honor you Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we look to you. For if it was not for your sacrifice, none of us would have hope. There would be no reason to be here. So Lord God, tonight be glorified. Holy Spirit, it's your rule and reign tonight. Guide this service. Guide guide our hearts. Open us up. So that we may see the light, we praise you and we thank you in your name, Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. You guys can be seated. Well, I want to thank you guys for being here tonight. Uh, It's an important... Day. It's just a, a, an important time of, of re- reflection. And, and we come together tonight and we want to experience the events that took place so long ago. Yet what we celebrate is not history, is it? Because they are still being realized even today. We exert a faith that is active based upon the Bible, which is alive for Christians today. Tonight represents what we believe and know to be the most historic, the most meaningful, the most decisive three days in the history of the world, in the history of all of mankind. Tonight we observe what is known as Good Friday. But I wonder if you guys knew this. Did you guys know that Good Friday is also known as Black Friday? And I think it's appropriate to consider both titles. It is necessary simply because today calls for an all-encompassing response from our thoughts, from our emotions, even from our actions. These things are what is going on with us, and that moves us to challenge ourselves into an even deeper faith. But I also think the reaction of nature here that we see in the scriptures can challenge us as well. The events that took place here on, on Good Friday provoked a response that the natural world also experienced as we will see. So let's look at some scripture we will pick up with the understanding that Jesus has been taken into custody upon the betrayal of Judas. He has been accused. He has been brought in front of the high priest Caiaphas. Peter has denied Jesus three times. Jesus has been taken in front of Pontius Pilate, where the people choose Barabbas to be freed And they call for Jesus to be crucified. Beaten and mocked, Jesus has now been sentenced to execution upon the cross. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, please turn with me to Luke chapter 23. We're going to start in verse 26. Just follow with me in your Bibles. And as they led him away, they seized one Simon of Cyrene who was coming in from the country and laid upon him the cross to carry, to carry it behind Jesus. And there followed him a great multitude of the people and women who were mourning and lamenting for him. But turning to them, Jesus said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For behold, the day are coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say, To the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things, then the wood, when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? To others who were criminals, were led away to be put to death with him. And they came to the place that is called the skull, and they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments. And the people stood by watching, but the ruler scoffed at him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he is the Christ of God, his chosen one, The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who was hanged railed against him saying, are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other one rebuked him saying, do you not fear God since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, truly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Now look closely at verses 44 through 46. It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land, Until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. The title of tonight's message is simply this The Darkness. And let's think about that for a minute. For three hours the world went dark. For three hours the sun ceased to shine. And the only explanation here is that a supernatural event was occurring. To that there is no doubt. Jesus, the man from Nazareth, who claimed to be the Son of God, and through his words and his actions has has demonstrated he is in fact who he says he is fulfilling countless prophecies has now been betrayed by one of his own he has been denied by one of his closest he has been put on trial beaten to an unrecognizable state and endured the people's cries that he be crucified by the roman authority and now he has been made to carry his cross to the place of his execution He's laid down upon that rough wooden cross. Nails are pounded into both wrists and his feet. The sound of the hammer striking the nails is is echoing through eternity. And then the post of the cross is is lifted up and, and dropped violently into place, sending a shock of agony through the body of Jesus. As the final moments approach and the weight of all sin, all sin, past sin, present sin, future sin, your sins, and my sins, as as that draws closer, nature itself withdraws, and Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is there, enduring, bleeding, suffering, dying, all in the darkness. We cannot even fathom the, the heartache Jesus must be feeling. Heartache that's, that's never been felt before and will never be felt again. It's easy to understand how Black Friday got its name. And yet, we must never move on from here too quickly because it's important to understand the significance of the darkness. You see, it is the darkness in man's heart, the darkness of sin that compels the death of Christ on this cross. Romans 6, 23 says this, For the wages of sin is death. The wages of my sin is death. And the wages of your sin is death. See, that's a universal statement, but yet it has such a personal implication. And here, in this sliver of time, it was Jesus against the world, literally taking upon darkness and death. Because you see, in God's righteousness, a blood sacrifice is required to atone for the forgiveness of sins that we commit. And the sins that we were born under in the Old Testament, we see the temporary action of an animal being sacrificed. But this action was never God's ultimate and permanent solution. The permanent solution was much more drastic. It was much more extreme. For the blood sacrifice to be complete and permanent, it had to be a perfect and sinless sacrifice and the only one who could fulfill this requirement was the eternal son of the father jesus christ himself second corinthians 5 21 he made christ who knew no sin to judiciously be sin for us but to be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of god that is we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious, loving-kindness. But what a sacrifice it took. What a requirement it took. And Jesus willingly left his place in heaven to die upon the cross for each one of us. Absolutely, this is personal. It's impossible to fully comprehend the sacrifice. But what, what we must never forget is the love of God that facilitated every step, every piercing nail, every moment in darkness, and every sin that Jesus endured. It was the love of God, wasn't it? It was the love of God. It was and is and always will be about that love, the love of the Father being extended to mankind through the death of the Son. Back to Romans 6 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Why is a born again Christian so moved? by the events we see taking place here. It's because the sacrificial death of Jesus has become the personal reality of a love that can only be extended from the Father, through the Son, and into our life. There is nothing, nothing at all that is even remotely similar here. The intensity of the action is what moves me from the eternal darkness that I was once condemned to, to the light of eternity now and forever, and eternity with God. It's the hope of Christ, and Jesus did all of this. Acts twenty six eighteen to open their eyes, so that they may turn from darkness to light. And from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Now I think we begin to gain a a greater understanding why Good Friday is so good. So the question becomes in my own life, in my own heart, Today, right now, as I'm sitting in here, as I'm listening online, am I right with God? Am I personally experiencing a Black Friday or a Good Friday? Am I living under the veil of darkness, as so many people are, or in the freedom of the sun, despite how how much the world tries to divert us from this very question, despite how much we try to ask all the other questions, despite how hard we try to avoid the most important question, ultimately none of us can escape this very question. John three sixteen and 17, we all know it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. I want you guys to, to listen closely here for the next few minutes. Listen closely because I'm speaking to to each one of you here tonight. But I believe I'm also speaking specifically to someone that's in here tonight. God has not condemned you to darkness. God has not given up on you. God loves you. He loves you so much that he sent Jesus for you. All you have to do is open your heart to him. Will you do it? I don't care how long you've been sitting in church. Maybe it's your first time in church. Maybe it's your first time that you've been in church in a a while. We are all faced with the same question. Will you let Jesus in? Will you do it? Will you accept the love and the forgiveness that he has for you? Will you allow him to replace the sorrow, the hurt, the anger, the fear, the darkness, with the love, the hope, the truth, and the light? Is tonight, is tonight the night you move from the black to the good if that is you can i invite you to pray along with the rest of the body of believers here tonight and to take the most important step in your life now as we pray i want everybody to to follow me in prayer because for the rest of us it's it's such a great affirmation when we pray this prayer. And I'm telling you, it never gets old. It never gets old. I want to look at one last scripture before we pray. First Corinthians one eighteen. For the message of the cross is foolishness. It's absurd. It's illogical to those who are perishing and spiritually dead because they reject it. But to those who are being saved by God's grace... It is the manifestation of the power of God. What an appropriate verse for the world that we're living in right now. There's so much other things, as I paid attention to just our community and all the different things that are going on tonight. Other things, not church things, non-Christian things. There's all sorts of opportunities on this Friday night to be doing worldly things. Why is that? Because the message of the cross is foolishness. It's absurd. It's illogical to those who are perishing and are spiritually dead because they reject it. Lord, help us to never get to the point where we begin to question or reject the message of the cross. Lord, help us to always keep our eyes upon you. So much going on in our world today that questions not only the reality of God, but the morality of, of, of his message. seems like so many people are, are ignoring the important question and they're seeking answers in all sorts of ungodly, crazy places. But we take a stand. But to us who are being saved by God's grace, the cross is the manifestation of the power of God. Let us never stray too far from the cross. Let us never forget the cross. Let us never misunderstand the true power of the sacrifice of Jesus upon the cross. And let us never stop preaching the message of the cross. We're going to go through a prayer of salvation and confession right now. If you guys want to stand up, I would invite you to stand up with me. If you want to be seated, please do. It doesn't matter if you've prayed this prayer before or you've never prayed this prayer before. Let's look at tonight as as an individual moment in time where we are going to come together. And as a body, we're going to pray this prayer. But individually, we are going to confess with our mouth and we're going to believe in our heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. So please pray with me. Father, Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. Lord, I fall short in so many areas. But Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. Jesus, I believe you came for me. Jesus, I believe you died for me believe by your blood my sins are forgiven. Now, Lord, I confess you as my Savior. I ask you to come into my life, take over, lead me and guide me. Grant me the wisdom of the Holy Spirit And the will to always follow you. Pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.
1: On the road to Jerusalem. Time had come to sacrifice again. My two small sons, they walked beside me on the road. The reason that they came was to watch the land. Try Said, there's Jesus, and I scarce believed my eyes. Him as he fell. The cross came down upon his back. The crowd began to yell. In that moment I felt such agony. In that moment I felt such loss. Until a Roman soldier grabbed my arm and screamed, You! Carry his cross." led us to Golgotha. They drew nails deep in his feet and hands. And yet upon the cross I heard him pray, Father forgive them. In my spirit he prayed and then he died i stood for what seemed like years i lost all sense of time until i felt two tiny hands holding tight to mine I heard the old
0: This concludes today's message. We hope you can join us next Sunday for services beginning at 10 o'clock a.m. at Bridge Assembly located at 725 Granite Avenue in Helena, Montana. For more information about Bridge Assembly, go to bridgehelena.com and we hope you can join us next Sunday with Pastor Jason Metz.